0: Welcome back to That Entrepreneur Show. I'm your host, Vincent A. Lancey.
1: Hi, and I'm Kim Ali.
0: For this week's episode, we have a special look into the healthcare industry and what this entrepreneur did to help everyone around her. Whether you are looking to start or scale your business, this is the show for you. Each week, I interview a different entrepreneur from across the globe. I will continue to offer episodes in all industries to provide you with many different perspectives. You never know which motivational journey will inspire you most. Each guest will take you through their story and help you learn from their successes and lessons learned. The show visits Maryland for the first time to interview an entrepreneur thriving in the healthcare field. After over 10 years spent as a change nurse and clinical activation consultant, Kim decided to make a jump to work on her own. Today's guest helps healthcare facilities save money by implementing effective holistic health and wellness programs that support healthcare professionals with managing stress and burnout. Get ready to learn a lot from this entrepreneur and allow me to now introduce Kim, Ali. Kim, thank you so much for joining the show.
1: Thank you, Vincent. It's a pleasure to be here. And um, thank you for the audience for tuning in. And um, after my own personal experience with emotional, mental, and physical burnout, now I help healthcare organizations uh, with retention and their bottom line by providing holistic health and wellness uh, for their staff.
0: Looking forward to learning all about it. But before we jump in, would you mind introducing yourself a little bit to our listeners and previewing your story? without giving away too much of your entrepreneurial journey?
1: Sure, um, absolutely. Uh, Well, like I said uh, before, I had an amazing opportunity to live overseas um, about six years ago. And while I resided um, abroad, it was there where I um, experienced the emotional, mental, and physical consequences of burnout um, to the point where it was affecting my health. And just through my own um, self-healing, I was able to heal myself. And eventually I started working with friends and coworkers and they started to see results as well. And I knew I had something and i had to share it with the world. So that's how I started my business.
0: Well, I love the passion behind what you're doing. And I think it has to be the perfect time to get into the big five. For each episode, my guest and I will go over these five questions to help you the listeners learn what it's really like to be an entrepreneur. Are you ready to go, Kim? I'm ready. So please describe that moment when you realized that you either weren't happy with what you were doing or you needed some kind of change to truly start your own journey.
1: Sure, absolutely. Uh, well, as I stated previously, I lived overseas uh, for about five years and um, worked at one facility. It was really exciting. I had the chance to open up a women and children's hospital in the country of Qatar. And so after the hospital was up and operational, I left to take on a new adventure. And so this was a Fortune 500 company. So I was really excited. Like I wanted to stay there until I retired, basically. (laughs) So when I came on board, um, you know, I just really had high hopes and aspirations of making a difference. And it wasn't received well. Um, There were three Caucasian women. Unfortunately, it was a systemic racism situation. And um, we were all, I guess, in their heads competing for the same position. And so within a month, I went from being this bright, intelligent go-getter to all of a sudden um, aggressive, angry, (laughs) you know, and I felt those adjectives were used because quite commonly those are adjectives used to describe African-Americans. And so um, they wanted me gone. And so that was carried out by accusing me of stealing. Um, I went on a, yeah, I went on a a business trip and I had to use one of their corporate credit cards. And so verbally the woman told me, oh yeah, you know, go ahead, order room service um, and the company will reimburse you. Well, when I came back to work, um, they accused me of using their credit card without her permission. And I was terminated immediately. Um, there wasn't, yeah, there wasn't an HR investigation. And to solidify my termination, they went all the way up to the regional vice president and told them what I, quote unquote, did. Oh my God. And so I was terminated in front of coworkers. It was um, embarrassing, humiliating. And um, I was stuck in a foreign country to fend for myself. Now, I don't know if you know anything about Qatar, but it is a Muslim country. And they don't take too kindly to accusations of theft. And so I was terrified. I don't know if you've ever seen that show Locked Up Abroad. I but I, <laughs> yeah. I've, I've,
0: I've seen Homeland and there's some. Uh, yeah, there
1: I thought that was going to be me. Like, seriously, I was terrified. Anyway, managed to make it out of the country, um, had to pay a lot of uh, money. Um, I'm not sure if you're aware of how it works overseas, but Um, Any debt that you have, if you have a lease um, on an apartment, all of that has to be paid up front. And they even place a travel ban on you. So you can't leave the country. Yeah, until all of this is exactly. Mm -hmm. So (laughs) finally made it back to the States. And my brother and his wife were gracious enough to let me stay with them. And I believe it was two weeks after my arrival back into the States, um, their daughter, my niece, passed away. So within a span of one month, uh, lost my job, reputation tarnished, um, had to leave my friends, um, no job, <laughs> and a death in family. And mind you, I didn't tell anyone what happened to me overseas because I was traumatized. Mm-hmm. I had to process everything that happened. Um, but when my niece died, I think that was the straw. And two days later, I was lying in bed and it felt like I was having a heart attack. And, you know, I realized, you know, Kim, you're not doing well, you know, if you don't help yourself, you're going to have a nervous breakdown. And so I always been physically active, always went to the gym, but working out wasn't helping. And at that moment, I realized I needed to work on my mindset. And so I took a mental health certification course, and I'm also a certified behavior change specialist. And just simply from using those techniques, within a matter of weeks, I started to see instant changes in my life. And I started helping friends who were going through some adversities at that time. They started to see results as well. And then I started doing one-on-one clients. They started to see results. And then I started to get requests to come into facilities. And so that's how my business started. Actually, I, I always say my business found me. I didn't find my business.
0: Absolutely. Well, being wrongfully terminated by a company, stuck in a foreign country to fend for yourself, but you still found a way to figure it out. And now I see your face. You seem very happy. So something must be going well as an entrepreneur. But what would you say two of the most difficult parts of being an entrepreneur are for you now that you're on your own?
1: Right. Um, well, the first part is a um, two-part answer. The first one oh, yeah, is yeah. not having connections. Um, when I came back to the States, Um, I had to rebuild my network because I was overseas for so long. So that's how long were you overseas? Five years,
0: five years,
1: five years. Yeah. Um, So a building, having a stable connection, you know, people that know people and that can, you know, introduce you to those good connections and two, starting a business during a pandemic. Um, I'm pretty sure everyone had to pivot and, You know, instead of networking events now, which is strictly Zoom. So that can be challenging. And um, the second part, part B would probably be just having faith and confidence in yourself. You know, Um, what do you do when you're not making the sales? What do you do when you post on social media and no one likes or comments? But I always tell people look to your why. You know, if you refer back to why you started your business, that will give you the motivation. And then eventually, you know, you'll start to see a change.
0: I think that's great advice. little steps in the right direction. change goes to a long way, and you don't want to be unhappy. you don't want to be in a situation where you can't thrive. You found yeah. a way to rebuild your network after taking a five year gap That's a considerable amount of time. a lot can change in five years, and a lot did change in five years and I think we have another guest on my mental health break podcast coming up uh, after now interviewing you. We'll have to <laughs> touch that after the episode but Looking back across your journey, Kim, what would you say one of your greatest failures or lessons learned is, and what did it teach you?
1: Mm, That's a great question. Um, Well, I have to refer back to my experience overseas. And it's funny you asked me that because when I interviewed for that position that I was terminated from, the hiring manager just, uh, I mean, the interview, it was this long drawn out process and she had this monotone voice. And that was our relationship throughout my employment with the company. And two months into the job, I was already looking for other jobs. And if I had been in tune with my surroundings and been aware of signs, I would have realized that this wasn't a good job for me and I should have left to begin with. But a lot of times we get, and I say we, I say all of us individuals, we're in a situation and if things aren't going our way, We tend to have pity parties, or we get stuck in a rut. Why is this happening to me? Without looking at it from a different lens and thinking maybe there's a shift coming, or maybe this is a sign that I need to make a change. Um, So just being in tune with my surroundings, looking for those subtle signs that God, or I don't know what your audience believe in, but you know your creator is setting you up for a change, and not looking at it from a negative
0: perspective. If you drown yourself in the negativity. It can never get you anywhere in a different situation. After my accident, I faced a crossroads where I either sit and sulk and cry, why me? Or I turn something bad and turn it into something good. People fight adversity every day in different forms, obviously, but you still have to get up and find a new way. If you could continue to learn, Kim, and talk to any entrepreneur, dead or alive, who would you choose?
1: Oh gosh, definitely Oprah Winfrey. Um,
0: we'll talk about that.
1: Yeah, <laughs> she started her career during the civil rights era, and even now, as minorities, there are you know barriers to entrepreneurship and just life in general. But you know, she persevered despite the obstacles and hurdles, and she went on to build a legacy and empire. And now she's a billionaire. And I just want to know how the heck <laughs> did she do it?
0: If I could take you even further here, where would you have this meeting with Oprah? Where would it be?
1: Mm, It would definitely have to be post-pandemic because I want to have lunch, not a Zoom meeting, but I want to be (laughs) face-to-face, maybe um, in her apartments. Yeah, or her home. Yeah, it would be more personal and intimate.
0: Yeah, I love her story of perseverance at so many angles. I believe when she first started, she was at a radio radio show and she didn't get the love she deserved. And then she got on her own and she started taking off. And I believe when she first started, she invested in a movie she did of some sort, and it completely flopped. She put every single thing into this movie, and then that's where she actually had some mental health challenges. She talked about food and depression and suppressing all of her feelings.
1: Yeah, absolutely. It was beloved, right? I I'm think it well,
0: That's what it was called. Yeah. yeah. I knew it <laughs> something was to be, but I didn't want to sound <laughs> out the wrong uh, name. And you have to take chances in entrepreneurship. No matter what that chance is, you'll never have a reward if you don't at least give it a try. And now you stepped outside your comfort zone. You had a difficult situation and you did try and look how much success you've been experiencing. We're going to have to now look into the future, though. Where do you see yourself and all of your entrepreneurial endeavors? One year and five years out, we'll start with one year.
1: Sure, absolutely. One year, I would love to have my program trademarked. Oh, my and um, yeah, and have it in um, healthcare facilities around the country.
0: Do you have any plans for this yet?
1: I do. I'm actually um, <laughs> speaking to um, several people and um, attorneys who can help me with the patent and trademark process.
0: Definitely good advice there. Do not do something on your own unless you know exactly how to do it, because there are so many areas where you can miss one line, one box, one something, and you never file it. But let's talk five years, Kim.
1: Oh, international. Yeah. I want to take the show on the road. Um, There's so much work that needs to be done with healthcare on a global level, you know, not just here in the States. And um, I think with COVID, I believe governments, healthcare facilities are open to having those conversations now. So yeah, definitely, I want to travel abroad.
0: Yeah. If you could pick one person, one person out in the world when you're ready to take that step to go international, who would that collaboration in the healthcare field be? Who would you love to work with?
1: Oh, the who, of course. (laughs) Yeah, that's the World Health Organization. Um, yeah, so the, um, WHO is an NGO, non-government organization, and um, they're more uh, public health. So they do a lot with mental health, um, community health, um, and they take more of an advocating and educating role um, for the socially and economically disadvantaged populations.
0: Thank you for sharing that. That's such good work. And I think your mission will resonate right with them. And after an amazing episode, we have to now jump into the spotlight story each week. I share an entrepreneurial journey to inspire our listeners, and I would love your take on it. As we have a superstar female entrepreneur on the show this week, I will now introduce the journey of another in Cassandra McClure. This article started by asking if you have ever read all of the ingredients in a skincare or makeup product. McClure did and was shocked. As a professional makeup artist, she thought she knew everything about makeup. Doctors couldn't explain McClure's sudden symptoms, and however, after learning about the link between health issues and toxic beauty products, she needed to make a change. She noticed a difference in both her health and mood within days. She discovered finding healthier alternatives was not as easy as she anticipated. As the founder of Clean Beauty Podcast, Conference, and Business Retreat, she focuses on finding safe products for her followers. I chose this article because of your stance in the healthcare field. Onolo Clean Beauty Podcast has become highly lucrative. Wealth was never her goal. She wants to empower women to take control of their health through ingredient education. That's her mission. Kim, what do you like best about her journey?
1: Oh, wow. Um, again, another story of uh, perseverance, You know, um, finding products that are um, healthy physically and for the environment.
0: It's extremely important and it's something I don't really think about too much. But my yeah. sister has now taken a stance on healthier beauty care products as well. So I've learned a little bit from her. I have to thank you so much for coming on the show today. I know our listeners are going to see all the value in your episode. I know you're going to have everybody hooked right in the beginning where you shared why you became an entrepreneur. It will give some light and some optimism to people who are facing different types of adversity. I think you may be able to push them forward. I loved how you shared the network. That is a huge thing. One of our mutual friends, Tony Alexander, talks about it all the time. Your network is your net worth, and it takes time to build that up. Something I'm very grateful for with this podcast is I get the opportunity to build such a great network of hard workers, which means there's going to be a ton of collaborations for us all in the future. But it is now time for the last word. And I also do this in my other podcast series because I want the listeners to really have the opportunity to get to know the guests I bring on. Is there something that you would like to share that we did not touch on yet today?
1: I would just um, a bit of motivation. Um, I know the past year has been very challenging for everyone, and um, a lot of people have been um, sidetracked, whether it be financially, healthwise, mentally, and physically. Um, but as the numbers start to come down and the world starts to open up, um, think about you know your goals and your dreams before the pandemic hit. You know, don't let this period set you back. Um, we never know uh when our last day on this earth is and i think the pandemic taught us that and just think if you knew your last day was tomorrow what regrets would you have what what goals did you do or you know had on your agenda that you didn't achieve so i just implore everyone to start jotting down what you want the rest of 2021 to look like and just live as if today were your last
0: day I could not agree with you more, 2020 just passed. It pains me to see people choose to be unhappy. Change is scary, change is not supposed to be easy, but our time is limited. If you don't enjoy the job you are in, have the confidence in yourself to know that you can thrive. Start putting feelers out there, look for new jobs. If you're in a toxic relationship or a relationship you're not happy in, don't drag it out because you're scared of what could happen next. Know you're strong enough. Use Kim's motivational testimonial today to help you thrive. Would you not mind please sharing your professional social media website? Any ways for our listeners to follow your endeavors?
1: I'm very, very active on LinkedIn. So you can find me there. It's um, Kim Ali, K-Y-M-A-L-I. And I'm also on Facebook as Kim Ali. And I'm on Instagram as at Kim, the consultant.
0: Be sure to check out her great content because she is here to help. She's big on LinkedIn. so. Find her, shoot her a DM if you have any questions about the healthcare field or her great testimonial today. And it is social media time for the show. And we're on whichever platform you'd like to use. We're at That Entrepreneur Show on LinkedIn, Instagram, and Facebook. And we're at Podcast by Lancy on Twitter. So you have updates from this show and a mental health break. Of course, my handles are at Vincent A. Lancey for all social media and YouTube. And my website is Vincentalancy.com. If you check out my books, DM me. I would love to hear from you. We have Mr. Lancey Talks Mental Health, Left for Dead, A Story of Redemption, and How to Transform Your Mindset When the Norm Has Changed. All are on my website now. And as always, I will end the show with a quote that inspired me and know it will for you too. This one is from Katerina Fake. She said, the most successful entrepreneurs I know are optimistic. It's part of the job description. Thank you for listening. And I'll see you all in the next episode of that entrepreneur show.